Today is commonly called Palm Sunday because we get palms, which then we get to make into things and, and keep throughout the year as a, as a great sign of this day. Um, but it's also called the Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I always find the Passion to be a word to meditate on and think about. The Passion of our Lord. Of course, we've heard it many times, and so we just, we just hear it and we, we move on. But what does Passion mean? When we think about passion, if you say, well, that person really has a passion, what, what's normally the case, right? They have a passion about airplanes. They have a passion for motorcycles. They have a passion for biking, right? They've got a passion, which is often a hobby, right? They've got a passion and they spend their time on that. They spend themselves on that. You might say that you have a passion for some sort of sports. And if somebody has a passion for a soccer they're not going to just do the normal practice and then go home. They're going to wake up early. They have a passion. They're going to work out so that they can become a better soccer player. They're going to not only practice soccer, but then they're going to go out and play soccer with their friends after hours and, and try to play as much as they can because they have a, a passion for it. Well, today is the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we know that Jesus isn't excited about carrying a cross, about being accused and spit on and hit. He's not passionate about being abused. That's not what Jesus is passionate about. But yet it's his passion. This is the passion of his love. He is passionately in love with us. He is passionately in love with the Father. So much so that he doesn't want to do this. He wants the cup to pass. He says, if there's any other way, let it be. But not my will, but your will be done. Well, how is he able to do that? Because he's passionately in love. And that passionate love that we see in other people Sometimes we just say, well, it doesn't matter. I know uh, my uh, aunt and uncle have a great story where my aunt was not interested in my uncle at all, but my uncle was just passionately in love with her and would like keep on, kept on, you know, trying to ask her out and ask her out and ask her out and would get her flowers and everything else. And she was just like, oh my gosh, you know, just leave me alone. Um, But eventually she started to take notice and she started to say, wow, this guy really is passionately in love. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to open up the door just a crack, okay? And, uh, and now they have just a, a great marriage. You know, they're, they're just great. They're still in love with each other and my aunt has warmed up to him a bit too, you know? <laughs> we see that, that that happens, right? And the Lord is like that. He's passionately in love with us. He, he seeks us out. He's willing to suffer and die. He says, what do you need? What can I do for you? Is there anything? And we just say, we're not interested, right? We're sinners. We turn away from him. But he keeps on coming to us. And he says, hey, I didn't die while you were perfect. I died while you were sinners. I knew that you were a sinner. And I died for you anyways. Because I want, if there's any chance... For me to be in relationship with you, to bring you into relationship, 
He will do it. And so it's not just 2,000 years ago that he suffers and dies for us and has a passion for us, but it's this very day. It's this very day that he is passionately in love with us. And so I pray that all of us understand that and know that, and that's why we're hopefully here We're here because we're responding to that passionate love and we say, Lord, I want to be passionately in love with you. I know that I fail. I know that I need to go to confession at times. I know that I get distracted, but I want to be passionately in love with you. Now, I would give us, if we want that passionate love as well, I would encourage us to think about the way that Jesus shows his passionate love and respond in kind. The second reading today is one of my favorite from uh, Philippians, from St. Paul to the Philippians. And it's amazing. It says, He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And I would encourage us, if we want to be passionately in love, I would give us two ways that we specifically grow in passionate love. One is humility. And Jesus shows this uh, in spades. He, he shows this in everything that he does, an amazing amount of humility. To recognize always who the Father is, his, his need for his union with the Father, his acknowledgement of reality around him, and so humility. Not just saying that we're bad, but acknowledging the reality of the world around us in its totality, and to humbly encounter that. The second is obedience. Jesus tells us, remain in my love as I remain in the love of the Father. If you want to remain in my love, keep the commandments. Be obedient to God and his commandments. That's how we remain in his love. And so certainly there are certain times when God calls us on to something more, but we need to be brilliant at the basics. We're obedient in the basics, in the ones that are explicitly told us, right? In those things that we know are sins, right? That's where we start. And we do good on that. Then we keep on growing in the spiritual life. We keep on growing in love of God and continue to grow in that relationship with God. And so I pray that we might this day know that God is passionately in love with us and seek to be passionately in love with him as well in humility and in complete obedience as well.